All right, welcome to quarter four, day 70. Today we're looking at Revelation 8. I'll read a few verses. Uh, actually, I'll read the whole chapter of Revelation 8 because it is very short. When the Lamb broke the seventh seal on the scroll, there was silence throughout heaven for about half an hour. I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and they were given seven trumpets. Then another angel with a gold incense burner came and stood at the altar. And a great amount of incense was given to him to mix with the prayers of God's people as an offering on the gold altar before the throne. The smoke of the incense, incense mixed with the prayers of God's holy people ascended up to God from the altar where the angel had poured them out. Then the angel filled the incense burner with fire from the altar and threw it down upon the earth. And thunder crashed, lightning flashed, and there was a terrible earthquake. Then the seven angels with the seven trumpets prepared to blow their mighty blasts. The first angel blew his trumpet, and hail and fire mixed with blood were thrown down on the earth. One-third of the earth was set on fire. One-third of the trees were burned, and all the green grass was burned. Then the second angel blew his trumpet, and a great mountain of fire was thrown into the sea. One-third of the water in the sea became blood. One-third of all things living in the sea died. And one-third of all the ships on the sea were destroyed. Then the third angel blew his trumpet, and a great star fell from the sky burning like a torch. It fell on one-third of the rivers and on the springs of water. The name of the star was bitterness. It made one-third of the water bitter, and many people died from drinking the bitter water. Then the fourth angel blew his trumpet, and one-third of the sun was struck and one-third of the moon, and one-third of the stars, and they became dark. And one-third of the day was dark, and also one-third of the night. Then I looked, and I heard a single eagle crying loudly as it flew through the air, Terror, terror, terror to all who belong to this world because of what will happen when the last three angels blow their trumpets. So that's the whole chapter 8 in Revelation, and these are visions that... Uh, John saw and then wrote down for us to read all these years later. It's kind of hard to make sense, really, of the meaning of everything happening there. Um, all of the visions, uh, when it talks about the seals and the trumpets and, the, and later on we'll get to the bowls, represent the tribulation, uh, the end times. And Chapter 8 is describing specific things that, you know, are happening to the earth as trumpets are blown. And, and I, I certainly wonder what it means. You know, is there a literal meaning? Does this literally happen, happen or does this vision have some other meaning, meaning and represent something else? I listened to uh, Terry Fakes at Crossings Community Church go through um, a couple of chapters of this book, and there there's certainly lots of questions that come up when you read Revelation. And Christians over the centuries have tried to understand whether some of these things envisioned by John have already happened or if they're going to happen in the future. And there are different viewpoints about that. Some Christian thinkers uh, believe that many of the things described actually happened long ago. And some Christian thinkers think that these things have 
been happening over the centuries and are kind of in the middle of the process of happening right now. And, um, you know, other Christian thinkers seem to think that all of these things will happen at some point in the future, you know, that, that they haven't happened, none of them have happened yet, but they'll happen in the future and maybe specifically within a seven-year period in the future. So there's lots of unknowns here. And maybe one thing to remember uh, today is that that God is in control of the way things ultimately turn out. You know, he gave John a vision to write down and share with all the Christ followers so that we, for centuries to come, could could read and basically try and figure out what some of what some of these visions mean. And you know, in the past, I've certainly listened to people who really, you know, were very sure about what's um, happening right now that that demonstrates that it is the end times. And it probably, I I probably didn't take that all that seriously because it it's just when it, it's hard to know that clearly what some of these things really mean. But I've certainly heard people speak with, you know, a, a great belief that they know exactly what part of the process we're in right now and that we are definitely close to the end. So I'm not sure how they can know that with such certainty, but um, certainly some people have stronger views about that. I'm more likely to say that I don't know, and I'm not sure how a person could be really sure uh, that some of these things are right around the corner, but perhaps they are. So that's that's my thoughts so far on Chapter 8. And as we go through, we'll try to add a little bit uh, um, more about what some of these things might mean. And I'll admit, I'm, I'm having to listen to a lot of the uh, presentations by Terry Fakes to kind of give me some ideas about what what Christian thinkers have thought over the years and uh, about Revelation and trying to explain what some of the meaning is. So I'll go ahead and go into prayer for us. Lord, we thank you for uh, this book, and we thank you that, if nothing else, it certainly demonstrates that you are ultimately in control and you have a plan for how it's all going to turn out, even if it's a little bit hard to understand exactly the details of how it's going to turn out. We know that it will be according to your plan, and we are thankful for that. So help us to learn what we need to learn and should learn from reading this book and guide us as we go through it. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a great day.